0: What does it take take? to win even more sales? Learn how to intentionally grow your business the classy way. You're listening to America's number one sales coach, Tamara Bunty. Here is today's conversation. Good morning, everyone. Sorry it's been a few weeks. I've taken the last couple of weeks to... Record and update all of my uh, videos in the Ultimate Sales Academy, and it is a lot of work. <laughs> so, uh, but I am coming up on my next uh, master class uh, this coming Wednesday. So, you want to check it out on my website. It's called Reach Your Goals Faster. But today, I want to talk about um, how wolves and sheep cannot coexist. Um, you know, uh, most of you know listening here that I'm a Christian and you know, I find that bad company corrupts good character. That's what it says in the Bible. And I see now more than ever that there's so much division, right? We all feel that there's fear everywhere, all that kind of stuff. But it's also bringing to light either the light or the darkness. And what I'm going to encourage you with is how how do we bring the light into ourselves more often when we get stuck? You know, this morning I woke up at five o'clock and I was just attacked. I mean, you just know what it's like spiritually, emotionally, where it's like, what happened? <laughs> I'm in a good place and now I'm just like stressed out, angry, all this stuff. And so I put on uh, my podcasts. I listened to a lot of different sermons and soaking music and all that kind of stuff, and just talked to God. And it took me a good hour and a half to really get myself out of that space. Normally I can do it faster, but today it just took just took a lot more work, you know? And as I've said a lot in my in um my blogs as well is that you know, people are saying pray for peace for me and you know, all this stuff and uh, all these different emotions to have and and, and you know the Bible says You already have it, you just have to draw it out. And so I think that comes down to our ability to do these things. You know, there's God has his ability to do all things, but we have to play our part, right? And so I wanted to talk now about reaching your goals faster because I think a lot of people are like, okay end of the year. We're ready for next year already, (laughs) but you got to prep for next year. And if you're not doing the prep now, you're going to come to January and it's going to be harder. So I'm going to suggest that there's some new ways to bounce back faster, despite all the circumstances we can't control. And, you know, it also says in the Bible that the Lord would rather us be ice cold or burning hot, not lukewarm. And I think a lot of people are coming out of a lukewarm place. Um, you know, I know I definitely have been in the sense that things are pretty easy and now things are a lot harder. All my, um, events have been canceled and some have gone virtual and it's just not fun. And so it's like, well, now I've got to really step it up. You know, (laughs) I got to work a lot harder, um, and, uh, figure out how to do all this, uh, tech stuff, but you know what we need to adapt. So, um, I think that we need to challenge and confront with love and say, okay, Um, we're at where we're at, but it's up to us to change. You know, so many people in coaching tell me that, well, it's up to God, it's up to God, and they take away all responsibility for action. And so I'm here to tell you that you have got to participate in your own rescue. And a big part of that is your mindset. I mean, you control um, the thoughts in your mind, which are sentences that you have, right? So what are those sentences that you are meditating on, which drives us to our feelings, right? The emotions that we have. And then our actions are determined based on what we're feeling most of the time. So, um, and then our results, right? (laughs) Um, you know, all you have to do is look at the results you actually have and then the corresponding belief that you have. So if you have a good result, you um, have a good belief if you have a bad result clearly there's a limiting belief that needs to be eradicated but it's up to us to change our mind we we have choices that we get to make right I can choose the carrot or the cake right um, I can choose um, going for a walk or I can choose eating a bag of <laughs> Doritos you know we all will have choices and it comes down to what you're choosing most of the time and so, I want to encourage you with some new choices here. Remember, bad company corrupts good character. Um, You know, and I think we're supposed to conceal. You were supposed to expose the darkness, not conceal it. And so, uh, where are we spending our time? Are we drawing in the light, or are we getting bogged down by darkness? Um, You know, it was interesting at church this week, and I talked about something really good. They talked about how repentance, repentance, and I'm sorry, are not the same thing. And also about there's a difference between obedience and discipline. And so I really want to get into that on the masterclass on Wednesday. So I do hope that you join us. Um, But I really want to show you how to to really get yourself into a better place. Because I think a lot of people just stay stuck. Now, it's a matter of how long you stay stuck for that I'm interested in, right? (laughs) So it's not about the bad things that happen. It's about how long does it take you? to change the story in your mind about what happened, right? And some people don't know how to do that, mostly because they haven't been trained. And so um, it really comes down to your mindset. They say mindset's 80% success, skill is 20%. And I do agree with that. Um, Many people don't have the right skill sets, but if they don't have the right skill sets along with the right mindset, you know, they're gonna get tripped up and they're gonna get stuck. So how to get unstuck? What do we need to do to make a change? You know, I uh, was spending um, these last couple of months getting organized because the first eight years in my business, I was not organized. I've been in business here about 13 years and um, I've coached a lot of people. I started out as a life coach. So people would come to me that had a heart issue as so I was really into NLP, neuro-linguistic programming and people that got, you know, biting their nails or eating disorders or OCD and alcoholism and all kinds of stuff. And. I noticed in my notes um, and mind you, most of the people that come to me are successful people. I don't really work with people that really need me, (laughs) which is just the irony of this. Um, And I've spent many years trying to bring people to, from the darkness to the light, but I did have um, over 200 women that had had abortions. Um, You know, they come in for any different kind of coaching. No one ever came in for that, but it came out in coaching. That's a lot of women. And as I went through and looked through all the notes of the people that I coached and whatnot, um, there were about 201 women. 200 out of the 201 were suicidal. And the one that wasn't said she had repented. And all of them, though, had regretted it. And I mean, of course, they're killing their offspring. And so as a Christian, I believe that's murder. And so... I understand now that the reason why they were suicidal is because they let the spirit of murder in, right? And recognizing that, and they've been just tormented by what they did. But the good news is in Christ, there's um, repentance and forgiveness. So if um, someone's listening and they need to hear that, that's there. But there's other choices that people make, maybe not such big choices there, but other little choices that, um, they can be tormented by, by not paying a bill or not paying someone back that they owe them. And I don't care if it's $10 or $20,000. If you're thinking about it, that means that your conscious telling you, you need to pay that person back. And so I think we have to take a look at the whole you, right? All of us and say, okay, what do I need to adapt? Where do I need to repent? Where do I need to make amends? Where do I need to make changes? Do I need to learn how to forgive? Do I hold offense? fence? You know, what are the things that could be tormenting us that are keeping us from reaching our goals? I mean, a lot of people I run into, they're like, I'm successful, but I'm just not where I want to be. I keep setting the same goals every year. What's the problem? Do I need discipline or deliverance? What's going on? Um, um, I start off strong, but I get distracted. Many people don't have a system set up to reach their goals. And most people don't know someone that has achieved the goal that they want. I mean, a lot of times we have these big audacious goals, which I agree with, but if you don't see a path to getting there, that's the difference between, um, <laughs> you know, a wish and a, and a plan. So I think that if someone has the result you desire, success leaves clues, but do we know how to find out those clues? That's what I'm interested in. So I, I like to show people, I like to study successful people. And what's the success behind the success? So, how do people really make changes? Um, but I'll tell you, the biggest factor is that wolves and sheep cannot coexist, which means it's really hard to excel when you're around people that are pulling you down. Okay, and sometimes we don't even recognize that it's happening because we're so used to it. Um, but you know, I've recently, you know, recognized too. Like, who am I really spending time with? Am I spending time with people that celebrate me? Um, uh, are they bringing out the best of me? Am I doing the same thing back for them? I'm excited for them to excel. I mean, what is it that is happening in the relationships that we have? And how can we spur people on to become the best version of themselves? And so I want to encourage you with um, there's a way, there's a path. And here's the thing. The biggest factor I've noticed in studying successful people is that they just don't give up. I mean, it's kind of like in sales. I tell people that, you know you, when you're in sales, eventually everybody buys, but how many salespeople get upset when someone doesn't buy? That means they don't have faith in what they're selling. Okay. So I'm suggesting that, uh, you know, I've never met an enthusiastic failure. And so I want to reignite in you what's in you so that if there's a dream that you've given up on, how do we get back to that place to get excited about dreaming again? So I hope to see you all on Wednesday. If you can't make it, sign up and I'll send you the replay. We'll keep it up for a week and I will talk to you all soon. Have a great week. To book Tamara for your next sales event and increase sales now, call 704-247-8333. 704-247-8333. Or catch us online at TamraBunty.com. Thanks for listening to America's number one sales coach, Tamra Bunty.